a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The movie. It's the KSL Movie Show. The end is inevitable. They're kind of headed for extinction. Maybe so, sir, but not today. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, games, and prizes. Here's Doug Wright. Yes, I I am pretty despicable. You don't want to cross me. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Ah, tis the movie show. That weekly tradition that, well, at least. 28 Five. people look forward to. No, we've expanded. Oh. Yeah, we've we've expanded our listenership by, dramatically. We hijacked people? Get, yeah, we, kidnapped them we've, and... we've paid them to listen. So uh, that, that's the way it that works. works. The movie show. Hey, we are it up It pays here. to listen to the movie show, it by the way. It does pay. I mean, I fabulous how, prizes worth up to dollars. There's that. That's, there's that. Yeah. And, and look at the KSL swag. We have these little foam rubber rockets that nobody quite knows what they are. But I know what they are. Go Go long. <laughs> yeah, go long, and I think there's stress rockets. Oh, you know, so give me two. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> give him three, one for each hand. So anyway, and we're off. Oh, <laughs> but bum bum. Thank you very much. Today we're up in Layton, Utah. Are you doing a Roy on me here? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right, we're at, we're conquering a new horizon today. And they were ready for us. And they were ready. We are at the NPS store. Here in Layton, take the Hillfield Road exit. I exited a little early. I like to drive through the old, you know, kind of classic area. Aww. You know, it's, it's I, cute. I followed MapQuest. Or it's, you followed whoever, Google Map. You followed your stars. Well, I I always want to visualize where I'm going before, so I mm. thought, oh, it's under the. When did overpass. that start? Every time. Every time we go somewhere new. In every aspect of your life. No. No, of course not. So we're up here at NPS, and we're going to be talking with Julie. We're going to be talking with Tammy. We're going to be talking about the great crew who make this store what it is. But first. It is gorgeous. It is is a beautiful store. Beautiful store. Just right here on the main drag on the east side of the road. And again, we're just a hop off the Hillfield Road exit to the west. Yep. And you shall find us. Okay, Stephen. Sir. I think we need to do the movie show preview, which we like to consider as the disclaimer and the warning on the show. We should have a clarion sound. Know, just kind of like the old Connell Rad signal. Watch out. Okay, and this segment, believe it or not, actually has a sponsor. We monetize everything Yeah. on the movie show. Even my clothing, sponsored by... Your clothing is sponsored by the San Francisco Giants. Oh, I was That's gonna... usually what you're wearing. I thought you were going to say, like, D.I., Really? Nothing against DI, of course. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like I just stepped into quicksand. <laughs> I think Steve just stepped in one of those proverbial little whoop. Like the health writer. 
I, I, you know, one of these days we'll have to do a Steve's Greatest no, Misstatement no, no, no. Reel. Okay, so sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. I waved as I was driving up here today. Aww. And uh, here we go with the movie show preview. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The Movie Show Special Feature. Uh-huh. Rated G for, gee, does KSL still have this thing Gee whiz can make them go gee, away. holy smoke, what's going on? Okay, we're going to talk about the big movie of the week, and it truly is the big movie of the week. So big that Jeff the Whipple what? will be joining us. Wow. On the program a little later on to talk about the big events that the movie show has planned. Getting surrounding. paid by the the today? We are getting paid by the the. Only if it has two e's. Ooh. So. Have you heard of Megan <clears throat> the Stallion's latest soundtrack? Never mind. Okay. Well, let's just move <laughs> along here after the crickets stop cricketing. Uh, we'll be... <laughs> But there are other movies. There's a movie called Wildlife. I watched that last <gasps> night. Very, very interesting. This is my favorite film of the week. I mean, talk about, you know, an amazing thing. These people that got together. <laughs> you think of North Face. Yeah. You think of Esprit. You think of Patagonia. Yeah. All of these Buku. iconic figures, you know, just basically have focused on the environment and the earth in various stages and, oh, my goodness, what they have done down in Chile and in Argentina and are intending to do elsewhere. And they're doing it the old-fashioned way. They're going in, and everybody's really skeptical. Oh, yeah. You the know, ugly Americans. Oh, the ugly Americans with the big bucks are coming down here. They're probably going to gonna, save us. They're, they're pro- yeah, to save us or to put in a, you know, what, a coal mine or something. And now they came in. They bought the ground. And, and we'll talk more about this. But in one case... And again, the Chilean government is going, who are these people? Well, especially the military. And the military is freaking out because they have got land that basically cuts the country in half. Yeah. And they want to turn this into... We're talking about millions of acres. Millions of acres. And they want to turn this into a national park. They finally strike a deal with the Chilean government. The president signed off on the... And it was right up to the last minute. But all of a sudden, they, they are protecting ground that had never even been thought of. And it, it and they struck a deal where they put up one acre, the country put up nine acres. Yeah. That, see, once the country, the government got involved and realized what the, their yep. true altruistic moments, you know, yeah. intentions were, yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, it was, it was really, really There's interesting. There's some sad to moments, watch. too. Yeah, though. very sad. You know, kayaking, you know, ooh, that was a tough scene. Yeah. So, and then Love Again. <laughs> did yeah, you watch this? I did. I seen it, Steve. My eyes rolled so far back. I think they. Do you want me to do the stuck? Do you want me to do the disclaimer really quickly on this one? It is as formulaic as it can possibly be. You can predict each and every move. There are parts of it that are so ridiculous. You do the Stephen eye roll. But here's the embarrassing thing for me. Uh-oh. I actually kind of enjoyed this stupid little movie. Oh, dear. And there's got the, to you. I think there's only, what, one or two swear words in the whole thing. It can't be rated PG-13, can it? Is it, is it, it is. Is it? Yeah. How and why? Because they, they talk about stuff. Stuff. But anyway, so, it's, see, I'm getting old and soft here because. You know, her sister was encouraging her to go out and, you know, yeah. get yeah. busy. Anyway, we'll. We'll we'll talk about that little movie. Describe it without being oh, weird. But but believe me, but believe me, this is not getting a four star rating for me. 
well, it is just, thought, so. well, just when you thought you'd run into every premise, every cliche, like really, and this the, is where we're going. The whole movie is about two beautiful people being on the screen yeah. and a chemistry, and you're just rooting for them. That's what the whole movie is. Am I right or am I right? You're adorable. Am, I'm adorable. Do we have any rose-colored glasses? <laughs> oh, okay. Listen to this. And then, what's love got to do with it? Pretty much the same movie. <laughs> Pretty much the same. Well, we've seen this movie about 100 times. Done much better, but I was just in the mood last night. Oh, you saw or, this one, yeah, too? Yeah, I saw it last night. My goodness. We scurried off to the theater well. and uh, and seen it. Yep. And then streaming. Okay, we've got uh, you know Silo. Oh, no, no, no. Silo is going to be huge. Really? Yes. This if this isn't catch on become the new binge watching uh, series of yeah. the of the season. I don't I don't know what else. Okay. And uh, White House Plumbers. <laughs> this you know? might be if this if these guys are as stupid as they portrayed in this movie. Yeah. How in the world did they ever get away with? Anything? You know, those of us that lived through the Watergate era, we still look back on that, and it's like the Keystone Cops. I mean, it's. I mean, it's but like, they really exaggerated. You know, Please tell me they. I, I don't know some of the stuff that the plumbers did. You saw this too? You know, no, I didn't. Oh. But boy, I've seen them portrayed in other movies where it has not been flattering. But really, it's like Laurel and Hardy get their friends together and try to save the Nixon administration when it did not need saving because they were going to win in a landslide. Yeah, they they absolutely, burned their own barn down. Absolutely insane. So anyway, oh, you're, you're not going to believe how ridiculous. <laughs> A Small Light, we'll be talking about that, and Queen Charlotte, Bridgerton Story. Uh, You know, I didn't watch the original Bridgerton, but I thought, well, I'll jump in on this one. Okay. Hey, and by the way, uh, Gustavo, I want you to, uh, where's Andy, put on some some headsets here. Andy Farnsworth is plaguing us today. I know you don't normally do this on television, but... Yeah, that's right. Okay, so... I am television's Andy Farnsworth. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> don't you try to embrace it before I get a hold of you. With we, we, have, we have a new sounder for oh. the movie show that we paid big, big dollars for. I think this one might have been seven ninety eight that we had to pay the big voice to do. Well, that is. They pricey. should have come to NPS. $7.98, where it's 30 to 70% <laughs> off every day. Okay, so play, play the sounder here. The KSL Movie Show, a special correspondent. (laughs) And special in every sense of that word. Wow. Yeah. You know, so we are going to be tapping in to uh, Andy Farnsworth, especially on some streaming stuff today and a few other things. So, Andy, there you go. That's that's. I love how he hesitated trying to figure out what. Well, our uh, uh, special special, correspondent. Yeah, special in italics. So that's coming up. And mm. should, should we mention that there'll be a special announcement at the very end of the movie show today? Sure. Sure. <laughs> you look like a deer in the headlights. What, what is it? You know what's happening. <laughs> so anyway, all of that is coming up on the movie show here at KSL News Radio. Now- Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind 
only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. The Big Movie Review. Doug and Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. And this is the movie that we are presenting tomorrow morning at the Megaplex Theaters oh, right. on the 101st anniversary of KSL. Oh, of you, you'd know that. I would know that. And it's just mere coincidence for everybody else. Go, oh, really? But anyway, uh, I, I'm looking forward to having all of our listeners you know, join us tomorrow morning. And I think there's still chances to win the, uh, the tickets. You have to so win the tickets. Though. You have to win the tickets. Yeah, you don't just show up and go, hey, I know Andy Farnsworth. And then we really throw you out. <laughs> so anyway, I think we need a little sound from Guardians of the Galaxy. Here we go. My sacred mission is to create the perfect society. He didn't want to make things perfect. He just hated things the way they are. I want you all to know that I'm grateful to fight beside my friends. Incinerate them. Oh, the wisdom of Rocket on this one. You know, Steve, am I right or am I right that D would not handle this movie? Oh, no, I am so glad she was not there. Yeah, I mentioned last week, it's a little bit like the island of Dr. Moreau where kind of this mad genius. And, you know, we know something's up with him because he's got, like, skin stretched over his skull and kind of, you know, nipped and tucked at the back. And so you go, there's something weird going on here. You think they could have done a better job with that? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know, with all the other things. But he's basically experimenting on creatures and human everything in the known galaxy to kind of come up with to create perfection. the perfect yeah the perfect and of course and it's that's all your first problem. it's all self-serving to basically save him and you know create the perfection for him and if he screws up oh man you're just toast literally yeah and if the uh, utopian that he has designed doesn't work out to his uh, you know perfection standards it too is toast and how will the guardians of the galaxy save the uh, people that are being victimized, people, animals, I mean, you name it. If it's a living creature within the galaxy, it is in jeopardy. And this focuses on Rocket. And I thought it's very interesting because he's always been an eclectic, interesting character. And anytime anybody calls him a raccoon, he gets ticked off. But, you know, we find out some interesting things about Rocket. Well, yeah, this mainly the side story is his origin story. Right. And we go back, and this is where we were worried about DC in this movie. because oh, if that you, opening scene. Well, the whole middle of the movie is animals in not only in peril, but uh, it's pretty devastating. So if you oh. are an animal lover, this might not be the movie for you. I'm, I enjoyed the film, and but there's a caveat yeah. here that you've got to be careful with. Andy mentioned the Toy Story had kind of gone into that arena, you know, where you have the mad person, you know, putting the head of this on that, the the teddy bear this on this, yeah, and the the creepiness of it. And that's, uh, oh, I guess we're going to turn on his microphone. Sid the Bad Are you speaking? Oh, yeah, I just thought I would just. Okay. Here, play the special (laughs) correspondent. (laughs) Hold it, hold it, hold it. Play the special correspondent. Here we go. The KSL Movie Show. Uh, Special Correspondent. Okay. I was just going to say, if you're going to quote me, I guess I could just quote no, myself. No, we were ignoring no. you. Oh, well, it was it was working. Yeah. Uh, Sid was the kid in Toy Story that experimented on all the toys next door, and there was definitely Did you have his whole genealogy chart? Uh, unfortunately, no. I do have, I, I am an expert in fandoms, but I do have limits. Uh-huh. Except for Star the Wars. The geek factor only goes so far? Well, 
No, it's I think I think it's pretty bottomless. Okay. On that. Well, the idea here is that there's a very somber tone in this film yeah. that needs to be addressed. Oh, I'm not kidding you. Some parts of this are really disturbing, and you know I can handle the animals in peril better than D, but it still hits me really hard. I mean, D can watch planets being blown up, but if an animal is hurt, and the opening scene, and I won't describe it completely, but this little cowering creature, you know, along with siblings, is just there, and this big old hairy hand just and you go oh my goodness i hope this isn't the tone in the whole movie fortunately it's not but it's a major theme it is um but i think that the thing that you want to walk away with is that this is a fitting goodbye to the the group and you know themselves they're not going to come back in that form again um there'll be some of them like star lord's going to continue but gamora probably not and drax definitely not uh so I thought in that way it was a fitting tribute to you know what they've done so far, and please stay for the there's two closing credits scenes. One right at the very end. Yeah, that you're gonna definitely want to stay. I I know sometimes you're like an ant playing drums really. Yeah. But this one really you're gonna want to stick around for it. Okay. All right. So let's uh, get the grade. What is it? Uh, for me, it's a B. Yeah, I'm giving it three stars. Same thing. Andy? I liked it better than number two. Um, I think another thing you want this to take away. This is a simple away, yes or no. You know, <laughs> this is, is A, B, C, D, or one, two, three, four. Okay. I gave it Because to, the news department is waiting for us. Oh, okay. I, I don't see the clock, so oh, I'm, I'm nine, excused nine thirty one oh eight. So I was going to – I had three, three and a half right in that range. Three, I liked it a half. lot more than I did number two. I, right. did, I did like it more than number two. Yeah, I liked it better than number two as well. I think it's time for a little movie news. Ah, yes. Not just any news. Stop what you're doing and listen. Movie news. Action. On the KSL Movie Show. Okay, stop the presses. This is big stuff. Do they still do that? No, they don't do that. (laughs) I know. It's sad every time I hear it. I love old newspaper movies where it opens and the newspaper's flying off into the screen and you see the big presses. But anyway, figuratively speaking, of course. Jeff Bridges, is he going to be back as the big Lebowski? Well, apparently. Well, this is right up your alley. You apparently. But I'll, I have a little fear and trepidation because rarely Empire Strikes Back is an exception. Godfather Part Two is an exception. There are others. But if there were to be a sequel. Yeah, but the Coens don't do sequels. No, they don't. They've never done a sequel, as a matter of fact. And that's what's writing for Jeff Bridges. He was asked, what about uh, another Lebowski or Return of Lebowski Lebowski or Part 2? I like Part 2, The Dude Abides. But he said that he would do it, but only if the Coen brothers were fully on board. And that's that's the only way that would happen. That's like a hot chance in that it might happen. But anyway, you know, the brothers, Jeff Bridges said, you know, they're mysterious and full of surprises. And so maybe they'll surprise me, he said. But well, At least he's throwing it out there. Yeah, it's Make not. Make him think about it. It's not likely. But the Big Lebowski was, by the way, and you know how big I am on film preservation. It has been selected, was selected back in 2014 for preservation by the United States of America, the National Film Agency by the Library of Congress, because of, and these are the things that they consider, the cultural significance, the historic significance, or the aesthetic significance. I think it's mostly aesthetic. You here. know, that movie was panned when it came out. I know, mixed reviews so now all over it's the like place. Loves. But see, I was a true believer. 
from, from day one. From day one, huh. for me, the dude abides. Well, I, I can understand. That. I've got the, you know. As a matter of fact, our program director has my dude in his la- in his kind of reclining chair on his desk. Wow. He purloined it, but it looks good in his office. So are you going to? And it has it his. Back? It has his rug. <laughs> Underneath, too. Oh, the one that's nailed to the floor. And I'm not sure, and I'll use the parlance from the movie. I'm not sure if the Chinamen have visited it yet. Oh. Ooh, wow. yeah. That's, that's okay. Good. Okay, actor Emilio Estevez and Matrix and John Wick star Lawrence Fishburne have been close friends for decades. Really? How did this happen? Well, partly because they were both uh, on and around the set of Apocalypse Now in 1979 as they were teenagers. Doing what? Well, um, Water Boys? No. Um, a, a for, Lawrence Fishburne was a supporting, had a supporting role. He was only 14 years old. 14? They were there for two years. years. <laughs> he celebrated his 15th and 16th birthday while they were making Apocalypse Now. I've heard so many things about the craziness of that oh, set. Wait, wait, Ooh, see here what happened. So Emilio's there. He's only 14 or 15 years yeah. old. They decide they're going to like take one of the boats out yeah. and they get on this little river. They're in the Philippines, by the way. It yeah. wasn't in Vietnam. And they get stuck in a sandbar, and Emilio gets out, and he starts to sink. And he's going down, like, quick. And Lawrence <laughs> grabbed his hand the last minute before he went under just for went the last. And wow. pulled him out and saved his life. Wow. So they have been best friends for years. Yeah. And Dad... Oh, Martin didn't even know about it until just a few years ago. See, I'd even like you if you saved me from the sucking quicksand. Would that do it for you? That might do it. So I thought that was pretty cool that he, that he, uh, he finally told his dad they were writing a memoir together. And he said, oh, by the way, Lawrence Fishburne saved my life. Yeah. Martin called Lawrence Fishburne and said, hey, thank you. Thank you. I think. Boy, yeah, I think. You know, I knew there was a reason that I really admire and like Kathleen Kennedy. I mean, first of all, she's so gifted and has been at the helm of many uh, amazing projects. Sure. But she she really took a look at what's going to be happening to Star Wars in the future. Empire Magazine did an interview with her, and she said, and they described it as somewhat disappointing news. I see it as the best news ever, that she wants to return Star Wars. She says she wants to eventize it. In other words, have it something big. Yeah. The movie comes out when it's ready to come out. Right. The movie comes out when there's just a wonderful script, and they have the stars, literally and figuratively, aligning here. Because it feels like cash grabby. Right. And she wants it to go back, you know, three, four years. And she referred to the Bond movies. You no, know, sometimes we wait three, four years for a Bond and movie. we've been doing that for 25 years yeah. with them. And it, and it just builds. For 25 movies. Good for her. Finally, you know, instead of just cranking these puppies out and doing every spinoff humanly possible to eventize movies again. That's a brilliant idea. It is brilliant. Brad Pitt. He's getting into I've the, heard of him. He's getting into the cockpit of a real Formula One race car for an upcoming movie. Oh, really? Uh, it'll be directed by Joseph Kaczynski, who just did Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Pitt's Plan B Entertainment. And get this, the legendary... Seven-time Formula One champion, Lewis Hamilton. Wow. He is the advisor. He says, I'm advising on the storyline in the script to ensure that it's the most accurate racing film ever. Cool. 
And they've got those little cameras. You know how they did it? We're Cinerama when we need it. Well, yeah, but he says you're going to see the actors actually driving these cars. Yeah. And they're going to be on the circuit. They've actually created an 11th team to go out and compete yeah. with these guys. Now, I don't know if the actors themselves are going to be racing against these other dudes, but they're yeah. going to try to make it look as real That's as cool. possible. That's cool. So I don't know a title yet, but it'd be a Formula One movie coming up. Okay, my favorite racing moment in recent years has been when Shelby takes the deuce. Oh. <laughs> Henry Ford II on a ride. Yeah. And the way he's just crying, yeah. and you think. I thought he was scared. I, th- I did, too. I thought he's, he's probably having a heart attack or probably something. Probably messed his pants. And he goes, I wish my dad. You know, I, I, I was so this. cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mine is Le Mans. Man, that movie was just Le Mans was so wonderful. good. Yeah. And what about Grand Prix? Grand Prix, yeah. Yeah. I mean, back in the day. All right, Stephen, we need to take a look at another movie here. Oh, okay. How about if we, um, should we do, should we do... What's love got to do with it? Sure. Okay, here we go. I'm getting an arranged marriage. Well, assisted marriage. That's what we call it these days. Dare I ask, what about love? You grow to love the person you're with. What, like Stockholm Syndrome? So, your ideas for your next film. I could follow my childhood friend to marry a stranger chosen by his parents. My big fat arranged wedding. (laughs) Okay, Stephen. Let's talk about this movie. Okay. Tell me about it. Oh, you haven't seen this one? No, I have, oh. I have not seen this one. Okay, so it's set in London. It's two best friends. They live next door to each other. Of course. And it's uh, she, one. It's Lily James. She's a photographer, yeah. um, a filmmaker, documentary filmmaker. And their next-door neighbors are um, from Pakistan originally, and they're there, and they have a son who's a doctor. Mm. And But he wants to do the traditional marriage, you know, um, Arranged. I like the term assisted yeah. marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're best friends. And her mom is played by Emma Thompson, which I love. You normally love her, but. Is she really crazy in this movie? She's a little weird in this film. People who love and know her say she is waka waka waka. Well, then she's not acting at all in this movie yeah. because she's, you know, she loves her next door neighbors. And when they, when they decide to go to the wedding, you know, the, he meets this woman um, online, and you know the, it's all arranged, set up, and then he goes over there, and they're going to get married. They've only known each other for a few minutes. It's kind of ridiculous, but I mean, I, I get the arranged part. Sometimes you grow into love, and and I thought that was kind of an interesting concept. But I mean, you know, we've seen this monsoon wedding. Oh yeah. I mean, beautiful settings. The Pakistanis are just, I mean, it's gorgeous. But you know, they're like. Well, what about you know? What about me? Kind of what thing. What about Bendham like Beckham? Yeah. Well, it just Indian. Yeah. I just felt like I, I'd seen this movie a thousand times before. I did like the leads. Again, that's probably where that movie gets saved. Okay. Is that Lily James is is just absolutely She's adorable. charming, and the know? guy is very handsome and he's fun. So you know, good grief! I don't know why I just not in the mood for a rom com. This week, and I got double dosed. <laughs> and, and at least the one that I saw was about as syrupy and predictable as it can get. This is right there. I mean, it would be like uh, gold, silver. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cross the finish line, and it almost hit the head. So Wide release? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fairly wide. Okay. Um, I, it's PG-13, like the other film, and I gave it a B-. A B-, and the movie is called what? 
Cats love got to do with it. Yeah. It's the KSL Movie Show. If you don't have a good sense of humor, you're better off dead. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, games, and prizes. Here's Doug Wright. A great man doesn't seek to lead. He's called to it, and he answers. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I like that opening a lot. I bet you do. Yeah, yeah. A lot, Steve. A lot. Okay. At this time on the movie show, mm. we go out of our way to find the most prestigious people in the known universe. What do you want? To join us. I'm sucking up big time here. To join us here on the movie show to share their expertise. Wow. You're really greasing the wheel here. I really am. Because today, ladies and gentlemen, in this segment, we are joined by the vice president of marketing and I I would, you know, back in the old days, you'd say propaganda, but it kind of has a bad name nowadays. Yeah. Thanks to the Third Reich. So... (laughs) They managed to screw up a lot of they, stuff. They did screw up a lot of stuff. But he is the vice president of marketing. And what else, Jeff? Uh, it, movies and popcorn. That's Movies that's, and that's popcorn. Real, if, if we're not having a good time, then then I'm doing something horribly wrong. Is <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this might change. You know, they're doing some restructuring. Did you know this? Oh, is that what this segment's all about, Steve? It is now. It is now. Jeff <laughs> V. Whipple is joining us. On the movie show, Jeff, how are you guys doing? We're doing great. Oh my goodness, we're having we're having a ball over here. Okay, now before we get into a little event that's happening tomorrow, that's really important to you, to me, to the movie show, and the known universe, we got to talk about CinemaCon. I mean, what what happened down there? Oh, it was extraordinary. Um, it, we actually are trying to retire the phrase "movies are back" because things things are just. Things are on such an extraordinary pace. Uh, the studios, thankfully, um, I, I think across the board, declared, "We we get it. We need theatrical. We need we need big movies on big screens with with a re- full release window." Um, the streaming thing was was helpful during the pandemic and whatnot, but truly, in order for these films to to get their due, um, we need we need the big screen experience. Yeah. And and high emphasis on the experience, which is what Megaplex has done, and thankfully Utah fans have enjoyed. So it was it was extraordinary in that there was a parade of of filmmakers and celebrities, just like the good old days, uh, with with big names coming out to promote their films. Um, it was it was a name drop in Vegas with. Will Ferrell and Jack Black and Rihanna and Oprah Winfrey and Melissa McCarthy and just a host of people promoting their upcoming film projects and the slate that's that's coming over the next several weeks, months, and even years is remarkable. There's there's some really fun film titles. We got a chance to see uh, a couple of films, uh, some extended trailers, some some clips of things, and knocked over as far as just what what's coming um some of the some of the content we've we've all kind of held our breath with uh the flash that's coming with dc because that could be kind of hit and miss they showed it in its entirety to the all 2000 plus people in the coliseum at caesar's palace and to the 
to the individual, we were all knocked over by it. It was wow. just terrific. Wow. So That's cool. uh, Ezra yeah. Miller delivers. Huh? Yeah. 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 There, there are some fun, fun moments in that film. Uh, and it, the story holds just beautifully well executed. Though I'm not sure I can say these things out loud. So it's just between us, right? It's just between us. You know, anything you say on the movie show. I have to check show, my non disclosure. We'll be used against you. Yeah. Anything you say on the movie show, it's just between us. We're, 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 just, we're just family here. So, yes. Exactly. exactly. Hey, speaking of just family, you know, the relationship that we've had on the movie show and at KSL with the Megaplex Theaters over now, what is it, like 24 uh, years we're coming up this 24 this plus. Time? Yeah. 20? Yeah. It it is an amazing legacy. And you guys have spoiled the entire movie-going universe. I mean, when, you know, sometimes I'll be out of town, like when we were going cross-country, and I stopped and saw Avatar in uh, Ogallala. On somebody's (laughs) iPad? You know, and you forget. You forget (laughs) how spoiled we are when we go to the Megaplex theaters. And that's what our target is tomorrow, to really spoil our movie show listeners and, of course, Megaplex fans by doing what little event do we have going on tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock? Just just confirming all the details. uh, Guests, invitees of the uh, movie club experience from the KSL movie show will be uh, seated in the auditorium 15 in uh, heated luxury recliners. I think that, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the Dolby Atmos auditorium. So Ooh. this is this is going to be a fun way to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Fun fun film, and uh, we're, we've also got popcorn and drinks on tap for those, so should be a great experience for the, what is it, the 101st anniversary of KSL? Yeah. One Remember, it was a year ago today that we had all of those spectacular things going on to celebrate KSL's 100th anniversary. And it just so happens that we're doing this event on our 101st anniversary, May 6th. So what a great way to celebrate, great way to get our movie show club members, you know, back in the seats. You know, we've been promising this for some time that uh, we want to really kind of get back in the groove and get the club up and running again. And this is a big event for us to see Guardians of the Galaxy. This new movie, everybody has been anxious for. And I noticed, you know, sometimes when you have an opening weekend, there'll be a couple of big movies. Uh, It looks like people were very judicious about saving their big guns for another day because of the big, big hit the Guardians of the Galaxy will be. What are you anticipating? And, you know, last night, what kind of crowds did you see? Oh, we've, we've been wall-to-wall with, with guests. In fact, we, we started Wednesday night at our Geneva location. We had, uh, we had three to 400 people in our IMAX auditorium for a marathon of all three Guardians films. And so they've, they spent seven and a half hours getting, you know, a full Guardians, you know, Rocket and Groot mix. I don't know how many times they heard I am Groot over the course of that time. I should do the math. But uh, so much fun. We had characters there in costume posing for photos and and some exclusive swag that the studio had sent for that group. And then we've had company parties. We've had families gathering. Um, so many different activities across all of our locations. In fact, I've, I've visited several of our, our places uh, over the last few days and people are, are celebrating movies. It's so yeah. fun to, to see the auditoriums just buzzing like this. 
Uh, we are so looking forward <clears throat> to the event. And, Jeff, we appreciate all you've done to help with that. And Blake and all the crew, Larry, everybody for uh, helping us pull off a great event tomorrow for our movie show listeners. And, by the way, you can join the movie show club, and that will make you eligible for all kinds of fun stuff like what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. And all you do is text 572575. Uh, Go to the Movie Show Club line and just go movie, go 57500-M-O-V-I-E. Need to spell that for Movie Show listeners. Correctly. Yeah, correctly. It's not M-O-V-Y. To the Cypress Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. Jeff, we really appreciate it. We're so looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. And, you know, the one thing that we can always count on, you know, when we do something with Megaplex, it's done right. Oh, yeah. And it is... It'll be incredible. So that's going to be uh, at Jordan Commons, of course. And you do need to have your your. I'm not sure exactly how Ike is. You know, notified. It's been like an email, everybody email or something like that. Some kind of a secret handshake code or something like that. (laughs) But uh, make sure that you go to the movie show. You know, to the text line five seven five zero zero. Text the uh, code word movie to that. And uh, hopefully we'll be seeing a lot of you tomorrow morning at the Megaplex Theaters at Jordan Commons. Perfect. Looking forward to it. Jeff, thanks so much. Anything else you want to spill the beans on? I mean, you know, Steve, uh, you know, set up for a great lob, and I need to swing <laughs> at it. You know, what's well, uh, what's going on at Megaplex? There, there are there are changes afoot. I, we've got, obviously, the, the ballpark is moving. Blake Anderson, our president, and is taking on some additional responsibilities. He's he's just been promoted to chief operations op, officer for sports and entertainment. Uh, oh. So he's he's going to continue with Megaplex, but also expanding his role as things not only transition with the ballpark moving to daybreak and the quest for a major league baseball team. So there's there's excitement there. Hopefully, uh, lots of fun things to come. Um, we we also just opened the Junior Achievement Center in Orem uh, at the University Mall. There's a, there's a megaplex uh, space in that, in that area uh, for junior achievement where fifth graders come and, and learn about small business or, or, or learn, learn in ways to adapt for smaller people <laughs> how, to, how to operate business. And it was a preview of the microplex for, for Eureka. So oh, wow. Give you us know, a chance to. The one-seater? Yeah, we, we, we started doing the hard <laughs> measurements to see what that space would look like for you, Doug. And, uh, <laughs> well, you know, hey, I'm, I mean, I am an eternal optimist. I am a Pollyanna. I believe that there is a glad side to everything. And I am sure, I'm sure that it's just a matter of time until the microplex in Eureka is probably the biggest thing that you guys will announce during that given year. It, 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 we're we're you know, <laughs> perhaps keep, eons the away. Hopping on it, it's, we we just have to make sure we do it justice. Though I, don't, I, Blake Blake would mention you know there are always big things on the horizon. So we've got we've got some fun things coming up, and that's as big as it gets, right? Absolutely. Oh Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Well, now the the Blake has become the big Kahuna. Is he going to commune with the little people like us? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> But I, they go, Blake new phone, who did? He, he promises he's, he's always going to take the calls from the movie show. Aye, mm-hmm. All right. That's what we wanted to hear. Jeff V. Whipple, it's always a joy to have you on the show with us. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow and sharing the uh, the Guardians You experience. are coming, right? Yeah, you're going to hang out with I, us? I'll, I'll, 
I will absolutely be there. I'm, I'm trying to get my seven foot Groot costume, you know, finalized. Ooh, but uh, nice. Hey, speaking of Groot, I don't want to give anything away. But you're this, gonna though. This guy, this guy Groot. I mean, wow, he's expanding his horizons. At least his vocabulary. Oh, see, he gave away even more than I did, and I was being really, 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 really careful. Which is very, very rare. But I, I, I am Groot. That's that's all that can be said. I am Groot. <laughs> On that note, Jeff, we'll see you tomorrow morning. All right. Take care. Jeff V. Whipple with us here on The Movie Show at KSL News Radio. The Movie Show. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. On KSL News Radio. Okay. We need our special correspondence sounder here. So, Gustavo, hit that button, would you? The KSL Movie Show. A special correspondent. Yes, we're bringing him on board to lend mild credibility to what we're bloviating about. And I heard you two, you know, tittering over, not twittering, but tittering over Silo. And so, I have not seen Silo. Stephen, tell us about Silo. Silo is a uh, dystopian futuristic story set in a gigantic silo that is a mile deep. 10,000 people live in this. And it's one of the strangest things is that they... It must a big nuke in it. Uh, huge round thing. And this has a spiral staircase. goes down 140 floors. They don't have an elevator for 140 floors? They do not. And I think there's a reason, although they haven't explained it yet. Um, because if you want to go visit the people down, the, it's going to take you all day to get down there. Wow! And there's needless this, to say, everyone's in shape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most of them. Uh, and this stars uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who is in the maintenance department. She's at the very lowest level, and but she's like a whiz kid and knows what she's doing. Her dad is a doctor up in the upper levels, but they have kind of a weird past. Uh, and this is. <laughs> Uh, the head of the IT department is played by Tim Robbins. Wow. Uh, yeah. uh, Will Patton is the uh, deputy sheriff. Yeah. Uh, David Ayelowo, at the beginning, he's one of the, he is the sheriff. And uh, if you ask for, one of the deals is if you asked to leave the, the shelter, it's supposed to be all devastation outside. Yeah. But, and they have a window, an observation window. And if somebody does something bad or they request to go outside, you can't deny them, and once they ask for it, they can't change their mind, which wow. is weird. His wife decides she wants to go out. Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones, and uh, she, you know, everybody's watching, and you're like, oh, no. And, you know, it looks like she collapses on the hill, and she looks dead. And then sometime later, her husband, played by David Riolo, the sheriff, decides he wants to go out and see what she was so excited about seeing. Wow. So the mystery of what's happening outside the shelter and then the the vast history. They've been in this shelter for 140 years. Oh, my goodness. And the, the founders, they don't even know who started this whole thing, and they've just gone along with it. Wow. So I thought maybe this would be like a Cloverfield Lane thing yeah. where they're in the bunker and they come out and they're like, hey, it's, we're having a party. Uh, nine episodes, nine or ten, I can't remember exactly which, 
They, I've seen them all now, and if they don't have a second season, I'm going to hurt somebody. Okay. Andy, <laughs> what, what is this streaming on? We've just got a this second. This is on Apple TV+. Plus. What is, Apple TV+. Plus? Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, I was hooked within the first episode really quickly. Uh, you know, the cast is great. The mystery is the fun part. Your brain is sitting there trying to figure out what's going on, and the way that the story's told where they just drop, in each episode, they drop a little bit more about what you saw in the other episode to make you think, oh, I thought I understood what was going on, but now I see that there was more. So I kind of like that style of storytelling. I just I love the tagline, if the lies don't kill you, the truth will. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you still, I'm like. But I also love Rebecca Ferguson. So. Yeah, I do too. So what's the grade on this one, Steve? Oh, it was an A- minus for me. How about you, Andy? Uh, oh, or it was special an a for me. It was, it was an A for me. A for you. Yeah. It's up there. It's definitely got my attention. And me, I'm going to have to see it. Well, there you go. There you go on Apple Plus. Oh, two, two episodes this week. And then additional Fridays for the next till the end of week. June. End of okay. June, yeah. Streaming news. All right, here we go. Planning on a weekend on the couch? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all, so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Every time I hear that, spending a weekend on the couch. I just picture Steve on the leather couch at his therapist, weeping all through the weekend. Oh, he doesn't go. He doesn't work on weekends. Oh, so you have to pay him more? I would if I went on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, Stephen, what do you have? Well, here first. First of all, we need the special correspondent notice here, Gustavo. Wow, you're getting your money's worth on this. I know. We paid big bucks for this. The KSL Movie Show. A uh, special correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> Or Andrew. That still makes me laugh. Yeah. They can't quite decide what to what, what the to special do with means. Me or think of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's... So what have you got for us? Are you asking me or you're Yeah, asking... you. Oh. Uh well, mine is all just stuff. I mean stuff. I've watched the White House Plumbers yeah. and it is hilarious, but it also makes me kind of sad to think that Richard Nixon relied on Edward and George. Did you know that was E. Gordon Liddy, yeah. or e. G. Gordon Liddy and E. Howard Hunt. Do you know what I couldn't Edward believe George? is that G. Gordon Liddy went on to have a very successful talk show afterwards. And I went, are you kidding me? By the way, Justin Thoreau has his voice nailed to the floor. It yeah. really is. It does okay. sound like uh, uh, G. Gordon Liddy. Uh, it's insane. I've watched the first two episodes. They're doing two this week. And then they're, I think it's a five-episode total. If it is anywhere close to being accurate... It's a clown show. I was shocked. They have walkie-talkies. They're, like, within a few blocks of each other, and they can't talk to each other because they're so bad. And they get to, like, the the psychiatrist place that, you know, uh, Ellsworth's yeah. psychiatrist yeah. in L.A., and the door is locked. What do we do? I don't know. It is unbelievable. So, But it's Woody Harrelson. Yeah. He's very funny. So how long can you hold the palm of your hand over a burning candle? Well, I know what would happen, so I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was his yeah. thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Woof. Waka, waka, waka. So uh, incomplete so far. I mean, I, it, if it's as nuts the rest of the way as it starts out, then, yes, I think uh, I might be interested. And it's on HBO Max? Yeah, HBO Max. Just a quick note that Conan O'Brien is getting his own streaming channel. He's going to debut his own channel that will put all of his spectacularly, I'm quoting from the press release here, funny work on a well-deserved pedestal. 
And uh, I mean, when, is this rehash of his old show? When are we actually going to see this? I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff they're talking about here, but a specific date is not indicated when it will debut. But the new channel is uh, scheduled to premiere on Samsung's fast streaming service. You know what they should next call it? Month Coco Chanel. Okay. Channel. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. The fact that it's only <laughs> the fact that it's only going on to Samsung, Samsung televisions, yeah. not just Samsung televisions. That's yeah. the only one that's going to be able it's to. It's not get like it. we're talking Netflix and Apple Plus yeah. and you know. This Paramount isn't exactly Plus a hugely or, wide distribution. This is not broadcasting. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, what are we? Talking Maybe about? your Samsung phone will get it. I don't know. But uh, so here's what I was I was wondering: Did either of you guys get to watch a small light? I watched that, the first couple episodes, and I don't know if you've heard about this, Doug, but it's the story of Meat Geese, the the Dutch woman and her husband who helped hide Anne Frank and her family. And Ooh. so the story of Anne Frank and what takes place as she wrote her, her di- famous diary and everything behind in the hiding place, that's been told a lot. But as far as I can tell, I think there's only been one other movie that's touched on what Meat Geese and the, the people who were on the other side, the public-facing side of the wall, right. what they went through and what they risked in order to try to help and hide the Jews that were um, afraid of the, you know, the Nazi rise. And, and the risk was huge. Oh, it was. Oh. You know, if you, have either of you ever been there? No, but... It's so unique to stand there. And it's not like, you know, sometimes you picture them hiding in between walls and up in attics and so on. This is like a little apartment. But, oh, my goodness, you know, and what what they put up with for so very long. Two and years. And then the responsibility of the people in the front to not blow the cover, not let sound, all kinds of well, things And put themselves at risk. They, could, they couldn't th- use the, the restroom really at all during the day because yeah, they because couldn't risk the any sound you know? coming from the upstairs. Okay, yeah. so, so far I've only gotten to where they're about to, like, you know, shut everything down. And so, so far it's kind of been felt a little padded to me. No? Well, it's eight episodes, so there's going to be some padding, and I guess it'll depend. I haven't seen the whole thing either. I've only seen the first two episodes like you. Uh, I didn't feel like it was that slow because I felt like, because this is more the story of Meep Geese, and, and she's played by Belle Pauly. If you've watched The Morning Show, she's the British-accented girl who, uh, that's what I recognized her from. And then she's Leah Schreiber. crazy movie. Yeah, Liv. Liv Schreiber plays Otto Frank, the, oh. the, the father. And it just, you know, setting the table, you know, not... For those of us who, as we get older, we know that story more and more. We understand the danger of Europe. But you've got to think, too, in terms of younger viewers who maybe haven't studied it as closely. So yeah. they take the time to set the table of, like, the fear that they're feeling. You know, Meep didn't think that the Germans would invade Holland, and she was completely wrong And when they did. And so um, she didn't consult her husband when she first agreed to help. And that, you know, so it's a lot of dynamics and, you know, her feelings for mm-hmm. Ada. I just, I was really intrigued. In fact, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> Because I started looking for old news clips about this, uh, interviews with Otto Frank, the real Otto Frank, from BBC in the 1970s. Then I watched the uh, 60 Minutes piece from a couple of years ago. It's like, who betrayed the Franks? And, like, this really sparked my interest in finding out more about the story. I haven't been to the Anne Frank Museum, but I would love to go there now if I ever go to Amsterdam. It's humbling. It truly is. So where do we watch this? This one is on Hulu and Disney Plus. Okay. It starts on the National Geographic Channel, then goes to Hulu Disney Plus. That's Anything right. else we've got for streaming uh, news? Uh, Queen Charlotte. Yeah, uh, we're just about out of time. Queen Charlotte is, a, I guess, a, a sidebar movie. It's a prequel. Uh, yeah, Queen Charlotte, which is, you know, I, yeah. I didn't see the first Bridgerton, so I'm a little confused of what's going on here. But, uh, you know, she, young woman marries the king of England, and he's rather go look at the observatory than... And everybody, all the British, you know, the royalty, like, they consummated the marriage yet. You know, like, wow, you people are in, in a lot of people's business here. <laughs> 
Well, the queen was like, I had seven people in the room on my wedding oh, night. Oh, remember that, too, you know, with, uh, I mean, when you go over to France, I mean, it was a big, big deal when, you know, the, the king gets married and all of a sudden, I mean, really, everybody's just kind of standing around going, well, when is this going to happen? No I pressure there. Can't imagine that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting, but, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of sexuality in this. It's not as yeah. much as I hear is the Bridgerton one, but, yeah. but there's plenty of it. Yeah. There's okay. enough to, woo. we want to remind everybody of what we're doing at the movie show club tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we've we've been uh, pandemic. It was just such a, you know, a, a buzz killer. Yeah, we, we missed for, you for things like that. And we've promised that we're going to get things back up and See who's running. Here? Sassy and Cassie. I know. I was just going to run over and get a big hug in a second. But I'll tell you what. Tomorrow. Our movie show listeners are going to have a chance to see the big movie of the week. And the first step toward becoming a member is, of course, listening to the movie show and being aware that you can join the movie show club by texting the word movie to the Cypress Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. And this is just one of the first steps back into what we've been trying to build. But if I want tickets for tomorrow, isn't it Marvel? Marvel. Text Marvel. After you're in the club, then you right. can Marvel your way into the movie right. tickets. Okay. And gotcha. uh, we'll hopefully, now, when you get your tickets, this isn't just a wide-open free-for-all. This is very exclusive for movie show club Yes. Members. There'll be a password. If yeah, there will be a password, secret handshake, and Doug is a pain. Uh, that's no, the, that's not the pain. Oh. What is the pain? The pain is ooh. <laughs> Stephen said Easy brow beaten is the word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love it when I say something and you just ride it like a circus oh, pony. I've never, Come on. I've never been known to do that. In case she missed it, you know, it might have just slid by. Yeah, it's, nope. D, if you just tuned in. lights. <laughs> so we'd love to have you as part of the Movie Show Club and, of course, also at the uh, screening tomorrow at the Megaplex Theaters at Jordan Common. And we will, can you come? Okay, get the special correspondence sounder no, here. No, not again. Here we go. Hit, hit, the hit KSL the, Movie Show. He reaches over, turns on his own special mic. Well, doesn't even wait for Stone. Yeah, you can come. I just wanted to know if I can go. It's a free movie. You can come. I like free movies. Because there will be some sweeping up to do afterwards. Ah, wow. understood. You know? Understood. Hey, yeah. if it's a free movie. Free movies is the only way I got to see movies for a while because of all the kids I have. Free movies are good. I think we can go with that. Very good. All right, we're coming up on 11 o'clock. Hey, we're going to hit this news on time. News department's going to have a heart attack. Let's see. Show. You probably think this world is a dream come true. You're wrong. On KSL News Radio. Okay, the movie show today is at NPS. We're seeing a lot of great folks up here, people we know. As a matter of fact, we're going to hijack a former producer of the movie show. So to, you know she's credible. To, to join. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but she actually got a real job finally. Yeah. But we'll be talking with her. We're going to keep it a secret, so don't give it away, you know, in just a few minutes. You're not going to name. <laughs> so anyway, but we need to review a movie here, Steve. Okay. Okay. So we've talked about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Volume 3. Uh, we've talked about what love's got to do with it. Which Andy liked more than I did. Uh-huh. And should we should we talk about love again? Uh, I thought we did talk no, about it. No, just at the beginning. We did really oh. quickly. Okay. Okay. Love again. Here we go. I owe you. You know, I'm just. 
just wearing my dead boyfriend's shirt and texting his old number. Rob, wanted to make sure you got one of these. I have a phone. You have a personal phone. This is a work phone. I miss you so much. There's an ache in the inside of me. <laughs> okay, we did mention this at the very, very beginning. If you were just to say, okay, we want to make a rom-com. We want to use multiple ideas from innumerable other movies. And we want to do a Celine Dion commercial. We want to do a Celine Dion commercial, and we're just going to ram it in to the script. And we're going to get two truly beautiful people. Uh, Miss World. I know, Miss World, when she was 18 years of age. sure that's about as good as you can get. And, And for Outlander fans... This is Jamie. Yeah, we're talking about Sam, Sam Hewn. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Sam Hewn. And so we have uh, Veronica. We have Sam, and we have Ceylon. Uh, you know. Uh, what are you making up stuff now? Yeah, I'm just making it up. You know. I always get her names. I was it's Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Priyanka. She married a Jonas brother. That's right. what she's famous for Nick. for a lot of the younger generation. Nick. And yeah. he has a cameo in this movie. He does. He does, and it's kind of funny. And, yeah, and it, it's it's inside baseball all the way because it's not as funny if you don't know who he is. That might have been the first but, time I laughed in that movie when she goes yeah. slow down, and he goes. Mm. So yes, so he's <laughs> yeah. She's going. Oh, we need to slow down the relationship. You know, they're in in a you know a, a taxi, a taxi or something, and so he just goes into slow motion. That's not what I mean. And then she finally kicks him out. But, okay, here's the deal. She's madly in love, and this is how the movie opens. She is gorgeous. She is in love with this guy named John. And as they are parting, and... You know when it's so loving. uh, And you just know something's going to happen. Something's going to go wrong here. And, you know, in in the old movies, it would have been the brakes would squeal. You know, we've seen... The the beauty uh, of this is they didn't have to waste any... Oh, no. No special effects, no nothing. just the look on her face. Just the look on her face. And then we are introduced to a writer, you know, and you, you wonder almost how long that storyline, writing for a newspaper, is going to, to last. Yeah, but what a cush job. I know. He's the movie, cri- movie uh, critic. Music. No, that's a lousy job. But <laughs> <laughs> the music critic, where you actually do have a little bit of a reputation. And but he seems like he goes weeks without having I to know. do anything. And he's assigned to go <laughs> to do a story on Ms. Dion. And is you know, and he's just thinking, oh no. And he has to pretend like well, and, and he, he knows like her work. He knows none of the lyrics, and he's trying to kind of bone up on things and just and you know, a young woman walks by behind him and hears the music, starts singing along, and I, he realizes he's a little out of touch. But we find out that he's a wounded soul. He is a wounded soul, and he was left basically standing at the altar. So that guy. So where? Yeah, that guy. I mean, we're talking. Okay, ladies. Jamie from Outlander. Are you kidding me? Well, for those who so, haven't seen Outlander, who else could you describe him? He's just ruggedly handsome. He's, he's a Scottish actor. Would you say he's, he's Adam just, Driver? Huh? Oh, you, no, no. <laughs> this guy's really good looking. And he truly is, Take unlike Adam Driver, a beautiful man. And my wife just thinks he's terrific. So anyway, but we, so we have these lost soul and a broken soul. Oh, but we need a plot twist. We need a plot twist. And what could that be? Well, the new conglomerate that has bought the paper, their overlords, have Mm -hmm. assigned a cell phone Ah. to every employee. And the rumor is that they can listen in and watch what you're doing on it. 
And you kind of go, okay. So anyway, you know, we, we get the phone. All of a sudden he's getting texts. Why? Because the young woman has been advised by this sweet restaurateur that he still talks with his wife. He has, yeah, but he doesn't text her on I, he has a little, dead cell phone. He has a little glass of wine after the restaurant closes, sits down and tells his deceased wife I do want that about his day. And so on. that isn't where they get the cheeseburger, though. Oh. And so anyway, so he goes, well, you know, she goes, well, maybe that's a good idea. So she starts texting on her phone to the old number that John had, mm-hmm. all of these things of what she's deep, feeling. Thoughtful. Deep, thoughtful things. Guess which phone they go to. Dun, dun, it dun. goes dun, dun, to the phone that has been issued by the overlords of the new. Oh, and if that company. wasn't enough, they actually literally, it's New York City. They bump into each other on a staircase and then they do the look over like, yeah. ooh, who's that? Yeah. And then things just lead you here and there and back and forth. And finally, she texts a line that he's clueless about. And one of the young ladies in the office goes, well, that's from an opera. So he decides that he's going to go to the opera because he's got this. Oh, not just once. Oh, it goes over and over and over. Every day. And finally, he looks up and coming down the stairs with a beautiful yellow dress is his love. But he, oh, Mira is her name. In the yeah, Mira is her name. But he doesn't, he, he's gone several times. And how many times have we seen this, Steve? I've got something I need to tell you. Oh, I know. And oh, no. So anyway, they get into this, they're falling in love and everything's going together right, you're and in blah, deep blah, now. blah. And so anyway, she might find out. That he has been getting her texts. Well, if you've seen but, any oh formulaic movie like this in the past, they they don't do what they should have done at the very beginning, and it makes it a thousand times worse. Worse, yeah. And now, like, well, I can't put up with that nonsense. And you they, lied to me. Uh, I you just know, wanted to I know. throw that. But will they get together? Well, that's where. What? <laughs> Dion comes in. I mean, honestly. Oh, yeah. She's not just a singer. She's a therapist. I know. She, he goes in for the big interview, and she just can tell that he's a broken soul. And she is so – I, I mean, for anybody who's ever done those kind of interviews where you're on the – I feel the, like I'm watching this all over again. You're on the interview s- you know, assembly line. Mm. Oh, they're, they're pretty soon they're sitting on the floor with their you know, shoes off, oh, and yeah. she's comforting him. Having cappuccinos. And, and he goes, can I ask a big favor of you? And all of a sudden oh, that, she's making oh. a phone call to Mira. And Mira, by the way, I didn't mention, is, is an artist and a children's book writer about this little sweet little you know, caterpillar. I wonder what's going to happen uh, I wonder what's going to happen there. It wouldn't turn into a butterfly, would it? The bottom line is this is the most predictable. It is the most conjured. But but here's the weird thing. I actually, it was just the frame of mind. I didn't hate the movie. Well, you can't hate it. Well, I don't know. I I felt a hate vibe from you. Well, I'm disgusted. You know, when you're you're putting your finger to your temple going, poop, poop, poop. Yeah, I didn't want to make sure I took care of business there (laughs) because... Uh, I just sat there like, come on, give me something new, uh-huh. something different, other than the dead boyfriend's cell phone. That was just, that's that's preposterous. What, what are you saying, Steve? Well, it's just not believable the, on any level. <laughs> the thing with, with, you know, an interviewer and a big high-profile artist, 
That whole thing was so ridiculous. Well, then when he writes the article, you know, it's basically, date me, please. Um, Instead of the article, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm done. I did enjoy the scene where his British, his British boss uh, is just chewing him out. And I thought, well, this is kind of interesting, you know. But then even that sells out and he writes a little you know, great work or something like that. Well done. And, you know, but he has to have this hardcore image. And he's saying, we have ruined this movie for you. Well, we? we don't care. Oh, this is the movie show. Well, we have a lot of license. Maybe on Sassy Cassie show. might want to see it. Are you, are you dragging our former producer under the bus with us here? Maybe. Every woman <laughs> is going to hate us next week. But remember, I said oh. that I actually enjoyed it. But uh, I, what, what's your grade, Stephen? C. C. Oh, I'm, I'm probably on your scale at about a C plus or a B minus. On oh, yeah. So we're not. You can that see the movie off. poster. I didn't hate it, says Doug Wright. <laughs> yeah, I didn't lose my lunch more than once. Uh huh. I didn't. By the way, Priyanka is absolutely stunning. She and is, and she's, Sam is a good looking dude. She's forty years old now, and she is drop dead gorgeous. And I gotta hand it to Nick for pulling off. Yeah, being the biggest jerk. Ever to date? He was he was probably the best actor (laughs) in in the movie. You know. All right. So there you have it. The title of the movie is called Love Again, and you've seen all of this again. Even the title is boring. And again, really. Okay. Well, it's a love story. Well, there's some original Celine music in it, right? Yeah, Celine. Original Celine music. Did you? I only heard old. Favorites. Oh, and then when she's burying his her soul to him, that she too has been broken. Oh, you know she that kind of surprised me. She's yeah, talking about that's real stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's real stuff. Okay. Anyway, love again. How big a release is this, Stephen? Well, fairly big. wide, I guess. Fairly wide. Okay. All right. You know, it's just counter programming for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, who would release anything? You know, <laughs> the huge. boys are going to Guardians. The <laughs> yeah. ladies are yeah, going. Yeah, that's to love right. Again. That's okay. right. They heard animals in Guardian. I'm going to go over and see this one. Maybe. Maybe that could be the the movie show. <laughs> it's a fake laugh. It's real on KSL News Radio. Okay, it is time for the movie show top ten. One, nine. The KSL Movie Show Top 10. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> it just isn't the top 10 until you hear the, the bleat. What? You look disappointed because we were not doing more? No, I missed I can't say this, but I missed the old. You missed horrible. the old big time announcer thing? No, the. The what? The horse being the put, what? put down. <laughs> okay. That's disrespectful, Steve, Sorry. to the enormous talent that I employed to bring that to joyous fans for so many years. I'm sure that does feel painful. <laughs> <laughs> painful in every regard. Okay. This is sponsored, by the way. <laughs> Believe it or not, somebody actually sponsors this segment. Oh, yeah? And it's my friend Scott Call mm. at Call Climate Services. I mean, even finally, you saw the light. Oh, man, did they t- they yep. save my bacon. Yep. All right, number 10 is, is it Sisu? Sisu, yes. yes. This is the Finnish word meaning never give up. Never. This is John Wick times 10. Yeah. So it might have a little violence. Is that, that what it, you're it, saying? It, there's going to be some slap fighting going okay. on. Okay. All right. Then we have Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Yeah. Don't, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah. Out two weeks. Made, what, about $13 million? 
Yeah, that's unfortunate because this is a good movie. Okay. And wh- what is this uh, thing? Is it Punyanya Selvan Part 2? Well, you know, make fun. But this is about the Raja Raja. The Raja Raja. One, one of the greatest rulers of really? the Chola Empire uh-huh. in southern India. Really? And Part 1 was probably a little better. But Part 2. Are we going to have a Part 3? Uh, mm, I mean, how maybe. big a deal was his reign? Well, he was... Uh, he reigned from the 9th to the 13th century. So, Well, no, nah, he didn't. But <laughs> I was going to say, that's quite a deal. <laughs> they had some really good He was really quite a stud. Yeah, okay. All right, that's good. Uh, so made what, about four minutes? <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. Uh-huh. And, about- of course, this, this is a, a, a short <laughs> film from India. It's only two hours and 44 minutes. Oh, so they're really becoming more conservative and, and cutting back. And this is back. cut in half. I mean, they actually made two parts okay. here. So Then we have air. I liked air. You We're talking about going from one to air. Yeah, me being Utah's Mr. Sports, you know. Yeah, did you recognize everyone that was I in I did. It? Sure you did. Sure I did. Give me a quiz, and I'll call all my sports friends, and I'll answer every single thing correct. Yeah. All right, That'd Eric. take about two seconds. I wish, I, was, I wish this was doing better. It's a better movie. Well, I mean, 48 domestic, 32, is it 80 million bucks? Yeah, but what in today's want? thing, if you don't hit a million dollars within a couple of weeks, I have 100 million, it just, well, you know. Dungeons not. and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. I like that movie. I really did. Me too. And you don't have to know a diddle squat yeah. about Dungeons and Dragons. And I like that. That That's the sign of a good movie maker, you know, who can make a movie that obviously has all kinds of expectations and sometimes even sequels and so on and still not not leave the unenlightened out. And make the fans happy, too. That's right. John Wick, Chapter 4. little blood in this movie, too. A little bit of violence. Yeah. 170, what, $8 million domestically? 226 foreign. It just yep. went over $400 million. And Star Wars... Episode. Have you heard of this one? No, yeah, I've, I've heard of Star Wars somewhere. Some guy named Lucas... Some phenomenon yeah. back in 1977, you know? Yeah, well, this was the 83. This was yeah. the third one. Yeah. So so they're just re-releasing it for kicks. Return yeah. of the Jedi. But it's a good movie. It is a good movie. silly little dance thing at the end. Yeah. I do love how that the uh, 40th anniversary of it, if you'll recall when it originally came out and the river was running down State Street right next to the big theater with Return of the Jedi on yeah, the center. Yeah, the center. It happens again. I was crossing that river. I crossed that bridge, that very bridge, to yeah. see that movie there. Yeah. KSL was on the other side. We were on the oh, east the, side. So and if we wanted to go into downtown Salt Lake City, you had to cross the State Street Bridge. Are you there, God? I remember it was really springy, too. Cause the oh, it was springy. That, that thick. And, you <laughs> like, know, are we going in here? I know. It was crazy. And the idiots fishing on the side. Oh, yeah. And boulders are rolling down, you know, bigger than bowling balls. All right. Are you there, God? Those were the days. It's me, Margaret. Sweet. Love. Charming. Love, little love movie. This and this movie. isn't just... For the women in the family, this is something oh, right. guys really need to see, and it should have made more money, about $7 million. Yeah, it's at 8 now. Yeah. No, There's no foreign box offices yet. Okay. Ooh, Evil Dead Rise. That's made about $45 million. This thing is so creepy looking. I could not go see this, even okay. after it is wow. second on the list. Okay. It's made $91 million in, t- in what? Two weeks. And Super Mario Brothers is the number one movie out there, and I guess I'm a heretic on this one. I did not like this movie, but, man, everybody else in the known world did. It's made over $490 million. What are the international numbers? 549. It's now at $1.045 billion. What the heck do I know is the bottom line on that. That's what I learned from Super Mario Brothers. I don't have a clue. 
this movie obviously was not made for for us. For or, us. If you haven't played the game or, I don't yeah. know. Now, if Andy, you like I, actually a movie with a plot. This really has to be quick okay. because I'm already keeping the news department on tender hooks Uh-oh. here. Did you like it? Super Mario? Yeah. Not that much. All right. Hey, I knew I liked this guy. Steven, Sir. it is time for telephone <laughs> torture. Okay. We just kind of train right The KSL Movie Show. <laughs> telephone <laughs> torture. Well, you know, you were mocking me for making this too hard. And for any movie lover, I have never asked anything that a true movie lover would not get at least three or four out of the five offers. Half of them were from the 50s and 30s and 40s. Yeah? So that and? Does, well, that makes it a little tough. No, it doesn't, if you're a true movie fan. If you're thinking black and white. Okay, we have fabulous prizes worth up to? Dollars. You said it. I figured. What's the matter? Is this an act of charity from you today? Maybe. You're actually becoming a team player, finally. Nah, that can't After 20, true. what, three years? or Six. Whatever. 26. We're in our 27th we, year. We passed a quarter of a century putting Way up with back. you. Oh, my goodness. That's why you're so, so pretty. Oh, listen to this. <laughs> if he calls me a beautiful man, Andy, you can kill him. <laughs> Put that on me, huh? <laughs> well, somebody's got to do it. I don't it. have any judgment on okay. that. Okay. All right. So should we uh, mention what the prizes are? Sure. Okay. I hope they get it the first one. Megaplex Theaters is <laughs> providing the fabulous prize worth up to dollars here. Two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters, two drinks, and a tub of popcorn. Mm. It could be yours if you can answer. And since it was so successful last <laughs> week, we have reprised the role. What do you do? What's great, your favorite color? Great female actresses and the lines. You don't have to name who the actress is. You recycled. You have to. Well, we had so many left over because we had a wiener. But, you know, he talked us into playing it twice. Well, yeah, that's right. And that was Dawn. Don't ever do that. So no more. One shot and you're done. It's over. Okay, so let's uh, find out who our first victim is. And you need to name the movie that this line comes from. Hi, who's this? Hello? Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Well, you are great. And Mike, <laughs> all right. Now, this one might be a little bit of a toughie. Just might be. Are you ready to tackle it? Yes. Okay. Do it. All right. Play the sound bite for Mike. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Okay. Mike, this is from a yes. very well-known movie. One of the greatest actresses of all time. And what movie is it from? I think I know the actress. Got two seconds. Doo, doo, um, doo, doo. Mike, what is, oh, you're, you're wow. done. It's over for you. <laughs> that was not an easy one. No, it was not an easy one. That was, you think you know the actress? Who was it? Betty Davis. Betty Davis. This is in one of one of her premier roles. It wasn't Dark Victory. It wasn't some of the... Was this Oscar winning? With this one was an Oscar winning performance, and it was from All About Eve. Oh. There you go. But, hey, kudos for getting Betty Davis. But you're still a loser, and let's confirm that here, Gustavo. Here we go. And Doug is back. Loser. Yeah. 
Well, one more time. Mike deserves two. Big freaking loser. (laughs) A big freaking loser. Ouch. Okay. Let's go back to the phone line and find out who is with us. Hi, who's this? This is Howard. Howard, how are you? I'm hopefully a wiener. I, I, mm, we'll I, see. I have a feeling you're a big wiener. But My mom says I'm a wiener. <laughs> and I'll bet you everybody in the neighborhood does, too. So, Absolutely. Right. Yeah, exactly. So are you ready to win fabulous prizes? Give worth it a whirl. Up? Okay, I'm going to let Gustavo... I'm going to let Gustavo just pick one here. So, Gustavo, play Make us it easy, sound. Gustavo. Yeah, okay, Gustavo, go for it. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. Mm. Too okay, easy. Ooh, too easy. All right, name that movie. Well, not too, not too easy. The Help. The yeah. Help. Uh, You're I'm right. David. Where's the one who gave it? And you is kind. You is smart and you is important because you listen and to I the movie is show. a wiener. You is a wiener. There's no doubt about it. All right. Let's confirm that. He is a wiener here on the movie show, and you have won fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Dollars. All right. Now what movie are you gonna go see with your free tickets to Megaplex Theaters? I'm going to see exactly the movie my wife wants to see. Which <laughs> you are such I, I don't a, know what who's it is a good yet. boy. You are a wise yeah. person. You know what you could do? You could squirrel all this away and give it to her for Mother's Day. Ooh, go. That's a great idea. I know. I'm going to take you to a movie. I'm actually going to pony up and buy you a drink, and I'm going to have one too, and we're going to share a big tub of popcorn because I love you so much, dear. Huh? Huh? That, you're my hero. Ah. Frankly, writes itself. Yeah, well, it does. You and Steve. Yeah, yeah. well, oh, thanks for the. Oh moment. well, that degraded yeah. the whole thing. Okay, and you're a beautiful man too, Doug. A beautiful <laughs> man. But am I as beautiful as Adam Driver? Not as beautiful as my wife. That's for sure. But <laughs> wow, what did you do? Extra points coming in. <laughs> he is sucking up big time. <laughs> now there's one little chore you, you have I'll to be here all week. Yeah, well, that's what we're afraid of. Now uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there is one little chore that you have to do, so all the losers will feel, well, the one loser today will feel better about himself. What do we do? Well, we play some by the guy who's saying, one more for my baby, one more for the road. Oh, Blue Eyes, chairman of the board. This is discology. Wow. You know, these big wieners are getting bright. Yeah, you only had one loser today. No, almost. I'm going to fix that next week. Next week is going to be brutal on telephone torture. Who am I thinking about? Sponsored. (laughs) That's right. Sponsored. No. Your favorite movie made in Eureka. Okay, so sponsored by the Megaplex Theaters. Yes. Okay. Movie reviews and Hollywood news. The KSL Movie Show. We've got to quickly talk about wildlife. I watched this last night. It was a, a National Geographic documentary. Yeah. And, wow, this, this really is amazing. It shows what good intended people who do have some means can really do. And the bottom line is uh, the, the people that started North Face and then also Esprit 
and then also eventually Patagonia. Mm-hmm. They they all knew each other, yeah. and it it was a synergistic thing that happened. And, it, and they it, were all hippie mountain climbers. And they were all hippie mountain climbers, and but they got together and, and you know they they just fell in love with Chile, and also Argentina, but primarily Chile. And they thought, well, let's start buying ground, and we'll try to have natural farms and different things like that. We're so concerned about the condition of the of the earth. And so they did, and pretty soon it evolved into an idea of let's keep acquiring, let's buy adjacent lands, and perhaps eventually this could be a national park. And I thought it was interesting at the very end because one of the individuals who was a prime mover in this uh, has an unfortunate end in a kayak accident. But his his wife and his partner uh, talked about perhaps in the future at some time national parks will be the petri dish for mankind because we took the time to care for it love it preserve it and keep things natural the bottom line is chile was having some heart attacks over it at first they came together and pretty soon these huge tracts of land now in multiple countries have been set aside and i thought it was very touching very moving and really inspirational no the legacy that the wife left for for her husband doug was just absolutely impressive doug tompkins wasn't it tompkins yeah yeah. and her name was uh chris i mean that whole thing was just i i was so blown away it was the most land ever given in history in mankind's history the biggest donation of land and we're talking like millions Millions. like almost 15 million acres that they were able to buy and put into these national parks it's it's a phenomenal movie unfortunately it's only playing at the broadway yeah but it's very very much worth seeing oh absolutely it truly is yeah uh i mentioned there'd be a special announcement today this is something that i've been working on for some time i think i told you around the holidays steve and i also had the conversation with ksl and uh, my, uh, I had signed two contracts after I semi-retired, and KSL has just been terrific. I signed a two-year contract. They asked me to sign a three-year contract, which I did. So it's five years <laughs> past my initial semi-retirement. And I had uh, lunch with our program director, Kevin LaRue, who has just been terrific. Everybody at KSL has just made working there a joy for me. But, you know, there, there comes a time when it is time. And I've, I've always said, D and I met at KSL, and we've grown up together in broadcasting. And we really decided that we didn't want to overstay a welcome. And there is a time in everybody's career where you kind of go, this, this is probably the time. And I had that conversation with uh, Kevin LaRue at lunch just right after the holidays. And I said, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, at the end of this contract, and hopefully on my 45th anniversary with KSL, which is June 1st, that uh, I, I think I'll hang it up. And we just had a great conversation. He couldn't have been kinder. And uh, I was asked, if, well, could we stay till the mid-year, till July 1? And, of course, you know, I said yes. So uh, that will be uh, the end of my time on uh, the KSL airwaves in the traditional way with uh, the old radio show that I did for so many years and, of course, the movie show, which has been on the air since 1985. We've also, and I think uh, our our special correspondence microphone is live here, uh, Steve is going to be staying on board. Andy, you've worked behind the scenes on the movie show for a long, long time. I know what a 
geek and a movie lover <laughs> you are and what a great friend you are. And I feel really comfortable and good about having you uh, host the movie show. And Steve will be our, our stalwart critic on the movie show. You do critiques in your own right. And so I just wanted to thank you for being willing to uh, take up the reins and the infamous reputation that goes along with the movie show. So, and, but the most important thing, you know, of course, to KSL, it, it's just been a joy. And, and I'm still going to be around. for. I'm going to plague everybody for another six weeks or so. But uh, it's been a joy, and I have loved my time at KSL. And there is a time, and it's nice to be able to choose your time. A lot of people in our business don't have that chance. But I have. And, but, boy, it's the listeners. Boy, you know, the day you forget it's all about the listeners is the day things crumble. You know, the wonderful people that have come in here today and have said hi, the people who have tolerated my old radio show, the movie show, the TV show that I've done, the time that I did the, the morning news on Channel 5, to the listeners, to the viewers, I just can't thank you enough. You have done so much for me and for my family. We've loved it. So, anyway... I'm going to be hanging around. I'll continue to be a plague for the next six weeks or so. And then, Andy and Steve, you have the awesome responsibility. Well, it's not that awesome. I feel like I, <laughs> I will break you. <laughs> the movie show. If he Andy, dies, he dies. Andy, congratulations. That's what you're going to say to me. Thank you, Doug. Big handshake, Steve. What a great friend. Oh, brother. Over a quarter of a century, we've done this together. What's wrong with us? And more importantly, what's wrong with KSL? They get it, I think. We're KSL's bad boy. Hey, I've already, I do this all the time, the news department. They're, they're not going to be sorry to see me go. <laughs> not right now. Not. It's 2.02 here. Oh, and a big thanks to D. Oh, my goodness. I've always said this. The best thing that happened to me at KSL was meeting D. She's great. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.